I just arrange my shit. <laughs> because there's a lump in my bedroom floor, which is the weirdest thing to say. But, like, it's, like, at the worst place possible. Mm-hmm. Because if it was six inches further from my desk... Like, the way that it is, my chair cannot be at a comfortable distance from my desk. I'm either, like, super-duper up on it or, like, really far away and have to, like, lean in. Interesting. Yeah. You're super cursed. I know. I don't know where this lump in my floor came from. I don't know if it, I don't think it was here when I moved in, and I have no idea how I could have possibly caused it. There's a body there. I mean, the body... If, if, if there's a body there, it wasn't there when I moved in. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's more startling. I mean, so the only thing I can think is that, like, someone who has come to visit my house left a body there. Mm-hmm. So, we got a short suspect list. We got Lexi. We've got Ash. We've got Kit. Yeah? That's pretty much everyone who's been in my room. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Jackson, my roommate's uh, uh, yellow lab. Oh. Well, you know, it could be Jackson. Maybe Jackson's hiding bodies. Yeah, you never know. You never know. It's the Secret Life of Dogs. Remember that movie? Um, I remember. Isn't it the Secret Life of Pets? It is. I was confusing it, but I was mixing up that movie and uh, Cats and Dogs, the movie about the cats that are evil and the dogs that are super spies. I'm just gonna go on a limb and say that every animated movie is the same. I mean, that's not the, fair. That's ca- not generous. But you know what? Cats We're- and Dogs wasn't even an animated movie. <laughs> Look, all children's movies are exactly every okay. Let me extend that broader. Everything is exactly the same. This is this is true. This is why we've chosen to watch Final Destination 2 this week. Because everything is exactly the same? Because everything is exactly the same. Wow. I'm you're gonna have to explain that philosophy to me. I mean you're there. the one who you're, you're the one who came up with it. I was just saying like that's why I was just giving it a reason. You you I don't have to explain this. Okay. No, let no let's 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 connect this. If if okay, so everything is exactly the same, therefore Final Destination 2 because um uh, movies are the same and it's complete it's completely by random happenstance and we just threw a dart at the wall of all the movies that are exactly the same and it just happened to be Final Destination 2 and I didn't choose this one cuz I wanted to round out the series or anything. <laughs> I just chose this one completely at random and movies are the same. Movies movies is the same. Movies is the same. There's nothing absolutely nothing different from this movie and Bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> sure. A uh, movie I've definitely I was, never seen. I, I was trying to think of the movie Bridges of Madison County. <laughs> well, I don't know that one either. But the movie that came to mind was Bridges, Bridge to Terabithia, which is the one where the girl falls off the rope swing and breaks her fucking neck in the third act, and that's how the movie is. Oh, yeah. I read the book. I remember yeah. being super disappointed, because I'm like, because it's like most of the mo- most of the, the book is just, like, them bonding, and I was like, oh, it's friendship. And then it's child death, and I'm like, yeah. hey, hey, child death? Like, it, I wasn't, like, sad that a character I liked died. I was sad because, I was, like, upset because, like, it didn't, it, A, this, like, book was recommended to me as a child, and B, it didn't make any sense. Like, what am I supposed to learn from this as, like, an elementary school thing? Like, like kids die? Like, thanks. I needed to know that. I need to be aware of my own mortality as, like, a fourth grader, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. My, that's my rant about British Terminia. <laughs> Let it be known that it has been since fourth grade since I've read it. So, uh, cannot speak on the validity of my complaints I just issued out. These are just... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. Hold on. I, I'm just reading the Wikipedia page for Bridge to Terabithia now. Jess finds that his father and mother were worried sick that they, since they didn't know where he was. His father reveals to Jess that Leslie had died that morning by drowning in the rain-swollen creek after the rope she used to cross it broke. Yeah, because, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. She, she doesn't even have a quick death. She falls and breaks her leg and drowns. It's horrible. It's horrible. What um, the fuck? Yeah, no, it's horrible. And also, isn't like that's that's one where it's like, oh, we take this bridge and it like takes us to an imagination land. And I was like, wow, that's fun. And that's child death. And I'm like, no. Do you know who directed that movie by the way? Who? <laughs> Gabor Supo. Who's that? The guy, the 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 one of the co-founders of Klasky Supo. 
know. Makes about like, made like Rugrats and Duckman and oh, all yeah. real monsters. That car that cartoon studio. Oh yeah. Everything is the same. Everything is exactly the same. Nothing Bridge has to changed. Bridge to is exactly okay. The fucking thing Arbithia is that Bridge exactly to Arbithia... the Final Destination too. So. Yeah. Okay. So with that, let's get in the movie. Baiting everyone. Your number one. Um, we finally watched all the movies podcast. <laughs> yeah, your number one series finale podcast, which is to say that we finished. The, we, this is the finale of the Final Destination series. Not that the not that our podcast is ending. No. Yeah, <laughs> but like with no more Final Destination films on the way. Like, what's the fucking point? So, like, you know, there's, like, a canonical order for to watch all the Final Destination movies, and then there's the fear-baiting this, order to watch all the, the Final this, Destination movies. This is the machete order of the Final Destination <laughs> universe. Someone's gonna have to go through our archive and, like, tell us, like, what order we actually watched that in. I think we did 3, 4, 5, 1, 2. No, I think... Did we, didn't we watch... 3 oh, was okay. the first one, I know that. Okay. Which one had the eye? Which one had the one where the girl gets laser eyed? Is that five or four? I don't remember. I actually think it's three five four one two. You might be right. Final destination. Are you just gonna go through our Libsyn archive? No, I'm just gonna look for. Okay, final destination five was no, it was three four five one two because I didn't want to. I remember the first time that we watched the second then. The second time we watched Final Destination, I was like, I don't want to watch the the one with the eye trauma. So let's watch let's watch Final Destination four. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it. Uh, so I wasn't here last week. Yes. And I appreciate you covering for me and saying that it was because I had a prior engagement. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want to be transparent about exactly why I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. And it was because, um, I sat, so I sat down to watch Funny Games and Blair warned me going in that there was some, like, leg trauma, which is, like, ever since my accident, that's been kind of a big trigger for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if it's, if I, if I'm caught off guard by it, it can, like, to have some really bad effects. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blair warned me, like, hey, skip from, like, 20 minutes, skip from, like, the 26th minute to the 28th, and I was like, okay, sure. Then I did that, and, like, I did get to miss the part where Tim Roth's fucking leg gets split in half, or what mm-hmm. the fuck ever happens in there. Yeah. Um, but then they're just, like, aggravating the injury for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like, at one point, they step on his broken foot and throw, uh, uh, Nicole Kidman onto it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah. So, thank you very much to uh, Robin for uh, taking my place. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, when I was, like, watching it, I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. But then I was, uh, as I was thinking about it afterwards, I was like, maybe maybe not bad for me, but maybe bad for someone else. Maybe bad so. for someone who has specifically very, very severe leg-related trauma problems. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing but, is, is what I was, like, I was bracing myself for, because, like, every, everyone who, like, talked to me about that movie is just like, oh, it's so gruesome. So I was, like, bracing myself for, like, actual, like, like mutilation or whatever. So when it was just, like, broken leg, I was like, oh, that's fine. But then I was like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Um, yeah. So, anyway, in any case. Anyways, uh, so this week... On upcominghorrormovies.com.net.org, we've got The Nun coming out soon, which we should talk about The Nun actually a little bit. Yeah, um, I, feel, so I feel like I don't want I don't want to give this like lip, more lip service than a shitty horror movie that a shitty marketing campaign deserves. But this is just kind of like a heinous thing that like they're extremely taking advantage of the fact that. So if you haven't heard, the problem with The Nun is that they put an ad out on uh, a YouTube like a five second ad or something that was like. It had a picture of someone's volume on an iPhone. It had, like, video of someone's volume being turned on on an iPhone and then a huge jump scare, and that was the end of the ad. Mm-hmm. 
And it was one of those unskippable ones, like those ones you get on your phone that's like five minutes long. Yeah. At, or five seconds long. And like there's, it's just like video will play after ad thing. Yeah. And they got a shitload of flack for that. Cause like that's just like. I'm, that's this just is the like, first time I'm hearing about this. And it's probably really? because I have, well, I have ads turned off um, everywhere. So I. On, on your I, phone? I, uh, I don't watch YouTube on my phone. Oh, I watch YouTube on my phone, like, constantly. I never got this ad because I was, I, it, like, happened during the day, but, like, I've got ads turned off everywhere else. Yeah. But, um, I, I, I get, like, a fair, I get, like, a shitload of ads on my phone. It's a lot of, um, they sent me a lot of ads for, uh, Honkai Impact 3, which I know you know because Roswell's been playing a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, a whole bunch of other stuff, like, the, every, every three months there's a new game that'll pop up that's called, like, Brutal War, Age of... Age of Fighting. Yeah. And it's just, like, all, like, trying to, like... It's all, like, the Screaming Man uh, uh, app icon, like, yeah. Clash of Clans. Yeah. My phone is, like, old as shit and very small, so it doesn't... It kind of sucks to watch videos on it, so I just don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but anyways, the, so the Nun, like... They got, like, their shit taken off of YouTube within, like, eight hours or so. Like, uh, in a very short period of time, they got their ads taken off of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Because a marketing campaign like that is just fucking shitty. Right. Like, I mean, like, you don't, I know there are always often horror movie ads before YouTube videos, but, like, something that short that you can't skip that is completely out of nowhere, and it's, it's like the equivalent of using that old fucking, like, uh, that, like, maze game thing that, like, if you, like, when you get to level three, there's a screamer. It's like using that as an ad campaign. Yes, but I feel like it also has, like, it's... It is at least an accurate advertisement. It is like that is the level of class you're going to be getting from a movie like this, you know? Well, yeah, but I mean, it's called the Nun, like. Well, it, but it is from the Conjuring franchise, which are like insanely trashy. So that that's fair, but like I still like this this fucking rubs me the wrong way. And then they leaned into it, and they're like, um, SJWs triggered much. Our movie is so edgy that we had to take an ad off of YouTube. Like that's. That's something that they run. That's something. That's something. That's something I, I that's guarantee something that, that was with. their original purpose on running the ad because they were like, "This is going to get us bad press, which is good press for something uh, which is kind of counterculture as horror is." So um, I think all of this is super intentional on their behalf, which it does not make it good. But no, I'm it's infuriating. Saying, I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking mad. Like, like I, I, I know I'm like the weird person to be complaining about this because I do love horror movies, but like you can't do that to people. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm anti-ad anyway, so. I <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. So, uh, which is why I, I don't, I have an ad blocker turned off because I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be advertised to. I don't watch TV. I try not to watch TV because I hate fucking commercials so much. Um, it's just all bad. It's, I just I, hate all of it. <laughs> I, 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 I pay for my services so I don't get ads sometimes. Like, Crunchyroll, I should have just paid for the service because I don't want to get... One time, Andrea and I were watching Judges of Adventure together, and uh, she didn't have ad blocker turned on, and I hadn't purchased a subscription yet. Uh-huh. Um, and the uh, fucking... We got an ad for, like, some dude who was just, like... It was, like, a minute-long advertisement of someone being, like, here's how you sell... HVAC, this is how, I've got a class, I'm teaching you how to sell and install HVAC things. I don't know what that is. Oh, heat, uh, air conditioning. Oh, Air conditioning units, pretty much. Yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) Like, anime watchers are your real target audience for that. Oh, that's very strange. (laughs) Um, I've been watching Always Sunny on Hulu, and, like, I get, like, the only, I I have blocker turned on. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, uh, one, like, one ad slips through and it's always for, like, nerdwallet.com that's, like, how to select the best credit card if you're a nerd. (laughs) Um, that's horrible and I hate it. Anyways, fuck the nun, I'm not gonna see it. I I normally go in for some trash like that, but, like, not when you're doing it like that. I'm still probably gonna, the thing is, I'm gonna see it because that seems about as amoral as any other advertising campaign, especially for horror. I, I, I get it. It's shock, like, it's, it's shock jock bullshit, though. Like, it's, 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 a, it's, it's, I know advertisement as a whole is, like, that's bad. I'm with you on that. But, like, even considering that, this is, like, this, this is, like, This feels below. on par with, like, basically any other ad campaign for a horror movie like this. So, I, I mean, it's, like, obviously people are allowed to do, like, make their own discretions about those kind of things. But, um, 
yeah, I'm still going to see it. <laughs> I'm still going to get my money. I actually will probably end up seeing it for free because I have a friend that works at a movie theater that gets me into movies for, for free all the time. So Practice. it probably won't get my money, but I will still definitely see it. Practice. Um. But yeah, that's that's my piece on The Nun. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. We got What else we got here? We got Goosebumps Haunted Halloween coming out soon. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that the first one made enough bank to merit a sequel. Um, I feel like the franchise itself has enough money to f- support it, to justify I mean, its existence. Like, really, though? Do you really feel that? Like, Goosebumps was a big part of my childhood, I won't lie, but, like, in 2008... Well, let's let's look up what the box office uh, for the first Goosebumps movie was. Sure, yeah, pull that shit up. Okay. Oops, Goosebumps movie. Uh, Goosebumps, 2015. Hi, Wikipedia, where are you? There you are. My old friend. My dear old friend, Wikipedia. Um, budget was... Yeah, it basically tripled its budget. Um, its budget was like 58 uh, to $84 million, and it brought in like $150 million, so. Wow, I don't remember hearing like anything about that movie. Me neither. Um, the only thing I know about it um, is that they made a game based off of it. That's like a point and click. Um, and that's the only thing I know about the Goosebumps <laughs> movie. Also, well, Jack Black is in it. <laughs> yeah, Jack Black is in that movie, but okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then nothing else really sticking out to me on upcoming horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got, um, oh, that fucking, what the hell, L- The Little Stranger coming out in a few, mo- in a, in a few, well, a few days, actually, next Thursday, Friday. Oh, I'm not familiar with this one. Uh, I think it's the one that we saw. You, you, we saw it in a trailer for Hereditary uh, with like the bells and everything. Remember? Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, it's the one with um, Domino Gleeson. Yeah, Domino Gleeson, Ruth Wilson, Charlotte Rampling, and Will Poulter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah. You know, um, I'm excited for a lot of movies coming out uh, this Halloween season, which is in a couple months. But uh, hey, is the Meg out? The May? The Meg? The Meg. Yeah, it's out. Is it good? No. Oh. <laughs> Did you expect it to be good? <laughs> I, I thought it might. I could, no, I could always... It is a movie that was made in America for Chinese audiences so they can get that good, good money abroad, you know? Um, I guess. Oh, cause God. Because this... they love that kind of shit out there to the point where they have famous Chinese actors... Uh, in the movie, and um, it markets directly to them. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't made um, to I be entertaining. I had no idea. I had no idea about that. I just know it was an adaptation of a book that was like okay. Yeah. Um, no, apparently, like everyone's phoning it in in the performance, and also, I really don't like, like, Jason I just, I hate, Well, I don't like. I didn't like Jaws because I thought it was really boring. So I knew I wasn't gonna like this either. Um, but Jaws is ostensibly a good movie, um, and this one apparently is not. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh god, the Slenderman movie came out, too. Oh my god. I c- actually, I have no idea if it's still in theaters, because, um, it we bombs have to, so tremendously. We have I, to do that in our, in January next year, when we're doing our worst of 2017, or 2018 shit. Oh my god. Yeah, um, if we can find it, if it's anywhere, if it's not wiped it off the face. It has to be. It if has it's not to completely be. wiped off the face of the earth, um... Out of shame, you know, and embarrassment. Yeah, like, I really want to do some more. Like, I, I really want to make a tradition out of that. Like, January is our worst of 2018. Like, our worst of the previous year month. And uh-huh. then October is Schlocktober. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, God, fuck. Schlocktober is on the horizon. Yeah. Oh, We're my God. one we month to... out from Schlocktober. We got to start talking to guests. Yeah, we start. We have to start building a roster. Yeah, um, shit. That's going to be awesome. I'm, I love Schlocktober. What's, like, the biggest reach we can get for this? Can we get, like, one of the, the last podcast guys? We definitely can't, because they're, <laughs> they're A, they're writing a book right now, so they're very busy, um, and B, one of them is an actual, like, Los Angeles actor, so I don't think we can get him either. <laughs> okay. What are some other big movie podcasts? Can we get some? Of the, can we get one of the We Hate Movies guys? I mean, you can try. I'm going to add them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come into a podcast. Let's see. Um... Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, are you adding them right now? Yeah. <laughs> Sarah! Listen, you never know if you don't ask. Okay, 
okay, fine. I mean, I guess fine. Um, I just know for my own sake, if someone added me on Twitter.com asking to come on my podcast and I didn't know them, or asking for me to come on their podcast and I didn't know them, um, I would not do that. <laughs> fine, I won't. <laughs> Anyway, in any case. In any case. So Final Destination. The second one. The second one. I think this one might have the least casualties. That doesn't seem right. I feel like there was a lot of death in this one. There was a lot of survival in this one. That's true. That's true. No, but... Hmm. Okay. Let's but go, let's... I'm, not, I'm, I'm not counting the I'm not counting the three kids that were in the car at the start of the movie. Obviously. Oh, I was counting them. I was like, okay, that's about the same. Um, that, that explains the count. Okay, so this movie is uh, Kimberly. What's her face is going on a trip with her friends, uh, Frankie, Dano, and I don't remember the girl's name. Rachel. Let's call her Rachel. Corny. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one of her, her first, her first one, like, Kimberly's dad is saying goodbye. Um, Kimberly's friend walks up and is like, yeah, we got the condoms and the whips and the chains. And then she jumps into the front and then she says, I'm sorry, Mr. J- Mr. what's her Yeah. I, I, you know, I, you know, I'm just joking. And then she hops in the front seat and says, let's get going. I'm already horny. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's get the boys. Uh, let me, and also, sidebar, the boys that they pick up are not exactly, um, like... Fuckable boys? Like, yeah, I mean, if I was gonna be, like, like teenage lusting over, met, like, like people my what, own age, you know? One of them looked like, um, oh god, what was it? The guy who played Beaver on Veronica Mars? I never watched Veronica Mars, so... It's really good. Yeah, I mean, I've heard, um, but, uh, yeah, no, I've not watched it, but, um, yeah, they, they, they look, they look very slimy. Um, and, uh, they're very annoying. <laughs> so I, I do not miss them when they die. Um, yeah, okay, so he was, so Kyle Gallner is the person that I'm thinking of. Mm. He was in, uh, <laughs> he was in the, re- he was in Jennifer's Body and the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Which, that might be a Schlocktober pick. Um, he I, doesn't look like anything. He looks like an average man with a weird mustache. Yeah, that's what he looks like now. But, like, ten years ago when he was on Veronica Mars, he looked very different. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the, um... God, we do need to watch the Nightmare on Elm Street movie for Schlocktober. Yes, we probably do. The, probably the Fight of the 13th remake, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, we always... I think I think we are, like, legally obligated to watch a slasher movie sequel on Schlocktober. Oh, yeah. Because we've done it the past three, past two years. We watched Jason X and Jason Takes Manhattan. Yes. So. I'm also considering making a contender for Jason Goes to Hell. Jason Goes to Hell? That sounds awesome. Oh, my God. Maybe we're just doing all Jason Schlocktober. Freddy versus Jason to get one of those, uh, 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 Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, my God. Yes. Um. So, I mean, we've got, we've got Freddy vs. Jason, we got, we got Friday, we got Friday the 13th remake, mm-hmm. we have Jason Goes to Hell, and I think this is a year when October only has four Mondays in it? Let's yeah. check. Nope, it's not. We have a five Monday October again. Yeah. I feel like most, I don't know, I don't know anything about October. Um, I mean, the, the overlap is, like, by two days, so, like, it's not very common. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like, is the overlap this year. So, mm-hmm. three days. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, uh, another jam-packed October for y'all. Yeah, hell yeah. Are there enough final, Are there enough Friday the 13th left to talk about? Yes, absolutely. They made, like, ten of them, I'm pretty sure. Let's, let's find out. Let's just take a quick look see on Wikipedia. I know we're, like, two seconds into this movie, but... Yeah, because, okay, fun... Jason Goes to Hell was called The Final Friday, and then they made Jason X. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. There's hey, the f- good so there was Yeah, there was The Final Chapter in 84. Yeah. We've never well, actually seen the original. We have to watch the original during September. I, I actually never want to watch the original one. I just want to watch all the sequels and have, a, like, intimate knowledge of all the sequels, but know nothing about the original movie. That's kind of how I want to live my life, you know? Yeah. Remember that scene in uh, Jason X when he decapitates those two dudes in VR and then decapitates them in real life also? Stupid movie. Dumb, stupid movie. movie. Anyway, so Kimberly and her friends are going on a road trip to, I don't even know if it's ever specified, but 
uh, Kimberly is like really freaked out because she keeps hearing shit on the radio, and it's like, oh, one year anniversary of Flight 180, uh, and like Highway to Hell starts playing, mm-hmm. and <laughs> some like football players on a bus on a school bus that drives past her are just shouting, "Pile up, pile up, pile up!" Right, which is awesome, which <laughs> is so, like, like everything we, you want to hear. We, we we see that, and we're and you know you're just like, okay, well those are the those are the Groundhog Day signifiers, which yeah, I, is, yeah. a, is the, it's a theory that I presented last Final Destination episode, but it's basically the things that like the uh, the the oh, what the fuck is the movie the the song in Groundhog Day. Um, I don't remember. Hey, actually, it's not that I don't remember. It's that I've never fucking seen Groundhog Day. Okay, so it's it's like, what is, the, like, every time I see one of these Groundhog Day type things, I just think, like, okay, what is this Groundhog Day instance's version of Heat of the Moment from the Supernatural episode? Yeah, no, I get <laughs> Mystery it. Mystery Spot. Yeah, for sure. Um, God. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, it's, I mean, Highway to Hell is, like, so on the nose, but also, that's it. Um, and, yeah. uh, so... Oh, it's like, I Got You Babe, by the way. Um, we get, like, an old woman, like, shaking a bag of cans, like, an old homeless woman shaking a bag of cans, and they're like, haha, funny. Um, because it, like, splits open and, like, dumps everywhere, and then, um, let's see. Um, her dad calls and tells her about that, oh, your car's leaking transmission fluid, so that's fun. Um, and, uh, which doesn't actually come up, I don't think. Um... And, uh, um, let's see. All this shit is happening. We get, we get the, some dude doing a bump on the highway, which is fun. Uh, a woman smoking a cigarette, uh, who's, and then one of the pothead dudes yeah. in the car. Let's, uh, like, I will, I will, I will run down the, uh, the, the list of character names real quick for you, by the way. Okay. So, we've got Kimberly. Uh, Clear Rivers is back. Uh, Alex Browning died in between the first and second movie when a brick fell on his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Officer Thomas Burke, uh, Lotto Lotto winner and uh, cool car driver Evan Lewis, mm-hmm. uh, very small boy Tim Carpenter and his mother Nora Carpenter, mm-hmm. uh, lawyer lady Cat Jennings. Mm-hmm. Which like isn't the name of no? I'm thinking of Cat Dennings. That's a person. Cat Dennings? Yeah. Yes. But this character's name is Cat Jennings. Yes. Which I think is very funny. Yes. We have biker Eugene Dix. We have druggy Rory Peters. And I think that's everyone who dies in the pileup. Oh, yeah. no, we got we got uh, Isabella Hudson, the pregnant lady. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we've got the three people in the van, the three people in the car with Kimberly. Uh, Shana, Shana McClank. Good name. Her last name is McClank. Um, it's just like uh, it's just like Frank, these are like procedurally generated humans. Yeah, this is like that the, the roster of like the when the Japanese game company had to come up with like American names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike Truck. <laughs> oh Mike yeah, also Truck? also uh, Dwight Rortrigal Wart- dies in this movie. Cool. Um. Yeah, so it's... I'm sorry, every time I think about that image, it just kills me. No, it's really good. I um, want to make the Final Destination 6, which is where just everyone is just, like, the ro- from that roster. Yeah. Um, and they all have the personality of a thumbtack. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have, like, a cop and stuff. Yeah, all these characters, and they... On this highway, they all die in their individual ways. Um, let's see... Our, let's, let's just list off our favorite deaths in this first sequence. Um, mine is definitely the first one, which is the... Um, log through the head. Oh yeah, that one's unquestionably the best one. Right. So the whole conceit of this is that there's um, there's like a thing, there's like a semi truck holding carrying like lumber. Yeah, um, and, and the, the chains thing, on it break. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of just like sets everything off into everybody running into one another and like explosions, lot of explosions, which actually are like really personally satisfying for me. Yeah. Um, well, so. per- I mean, for me, I don't really like that. I don't really like that kind of stuff very much. I think that um, I think that this is the second best. No, actually, I think this is actually the second worst. Uh, the second worst, like calamity uh, at the start of the movie. I think Flight One Eighty is the worst. Obviously. Yeah. It's just boring. Everyone dies in a single explosion. Nothing really interesting happens. Right. I think this one's second worst just because so much of it is explosion-based. There's something cool happening to everyone's bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 
before it has a bad one with the racetrack where like there's just like a really bad I remember at one point like it looks like someone just clicked and dragged a rock over on top of someone and killed them with it like it just looks like that level of video effects and there's a lot of explosion based stuff mm -hmm. um I think three is second best after that because it's a lot of just like interesting deaths but the, the, the roller coasters may be a little bit too fast for us to see some of them yeah and then five has the best one with the bridge collapse yeah um I actually have such a soft spot for the for the racetrack one because really? I think I think it's because it's the movie I've watched the most of all the Final Destination movies. But I've also, seen, I've seen three the most. So. Um, I also just think it's like, I mean, it's bad, but it's like crazy. And I don't know. There's just some, I think it has a lot to do with all the characters are just the fucking worst. Like more than any. Final Destination movie. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Are one of them the is like a giant... One of them is like a giant racist. Yeah, so it is like super, super satisfying to watch them all die. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm a big fan of it for that. Uh, uh, so that's my take. Um, but um, no, this one's... This one I think is one of the more iconic ones. Because everyone... Like, every time I'm like uh, driving on the highway uh, with someone in the car and there's like a, there's like a semi carrying something behind us... In you front just of us, get out the lane. Well, they're like, they're like, oh, it's like that Final Destination movie, and it's like the one that everyone knows, you know? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, the the <laughs> the cultural impact of Final Destination um, is Absolutely. my is my um my upcoming essay. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, in any case, um, so everyone dies. And yeah, then, every, everyone dies, and then the, it's revealed, oh, it was just a vision. Yeah. We've all... If this is your first time at this particular rodeo, maybe you should backtrack a little, because, yeah, uh, that's the conceit of every Final Destination movie. Um, yep. Uh, but, and, uh, so in, in this, this, one's, this one's particularly a little bit odd, because um, immediately, after the, immediately after the accident happens in real life, which, okay, so I am... Uh, not, to be, not to go all cinema sins on this shit, but, like... Dang. I, I, <laughs> dang, yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, fucking, the, shit, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. So, the conceit of this movie is that the log, that the log car is in front of everything and causes the pilot to begin with. But what happens is, like, after Kimberly stop, Kimberly has the vision and, like, goes back in time and what the fuck ever. Mm -hmm. The Like, she is, like, out of her car for five minutes before the log truck drives by and there is an immediate crash and, like, Everyone dies immediately. My question is, how the fuck did the log truck cause that collision if everyone was on the highway before the log truck even came into question? <laughs> I mean, um, but it's like, the thing is, yeah, that crash, the original sequence takes so fucking long to finish. Yeah. Because um, I was like, oh, they're going to stop. But she's going to have to, like, like, keep things, like from happening because she pulls onto the side of like into the road in front of oncoming traffic traffic and is like yeah my i'm just gonna stop everyone from coming basically um and uh so uh i'm like they're she's gonna have to stall for a really long time to get this to work but then it just happens all at once and it's like oh okay i see how this is um, we're just not gonna do, like worry about time and it is you know it is a final destination movie so um, there's a, there's a huge suspension of disbelief because of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I'm willing to grant it this, but also it's like, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's just everything that happens at once as soon as the truck gets onto the ramp, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but that's fine because, uh, everyone dies except, okay, everyone dies except for her, but then, um, immediately after she's, like, pulled aside, well, like, so, she's talking to this police officer, and whatever, it doesn't really matter, because the, you know what, a lot of stuff in this, uh, in these movies doesn't matter, because we're not watching it for the plot. Watching, <laughs> watching Final Destination for the plot is, like, paying, uh, money for porn for the plot, you know? Yeah, this uh, is, this is like the people who read Penthouse for the articles. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so... Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, so she's, like, she's standing in front of this truck, and then the police officer, like, dives in front and, like, grabs her and pulls her away because a fucking truck 
carrying all these cars, you know, like one of those like call haulers or whatever, um, uh, just slams into their truck and like kills all of her friends. And it's like, gee whiz, like I guess. Um, that's, I mean, Jesus Christ, it's just like immediately. And yeah, like, so from, from this from this moment, I'm like, wait a fucking second. In this last movie, we were talk- they were talking about death design and how it kills in the same order as they died and they crash. These people died last in the crash, so what the fuck is death doing here? Right. Um, little do we know at this point, um, it is plot explained, because we were like, do we just not care anymore? Um, but, uh, uh, apparently we do care, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so, uh, so, let's see, um, well, it's, it's also the anniversary of Flight 180, but, um. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they take all of these people in for questioning, because... Or just, like, into the police, the, the station, or what, for reasons. You know what? Things just happen for reasons. I mean, um, you got it. If someone, like, it, this is a post night. this one was, this one, this movie came out after 9-11, and so, like, if someone's screaming about there being a, a giant car accident and then it happens, like, of course. I mean, I guess, but also, like, I don't know. I, no crime was committed. That's fine. But you know what? This is the Final Destination universe, so there's Listen, a precedent. There, there's no crime being, no crime was committed, obviously, you and I know that, but, like, if someone's screaming, like, there's gonna be an accident, there's a huge accident, like, you have to take them in for questioning. I, I guess so. I guess so. I'll allow it. Um. Like, bitch, of course, of course that, of course she's not, of course Kimberly didn't have anything to do with the accident, but, like, like. I just, I just, you know, um, I think you underestimate how absolutely lazy police officers are. I do, but with like this much death, I feel like No, I I mean I mean it's it's logically justifiable. I just think <laughs> that people were like, well nobody was technically murdered and I don't want to fill out all that paperwork, so I'm just not going to do anything about it. You know what I mean? If and if it happened in our world, the final destination world has different um rules rules to it that extend beyond the whole death thing you know um people tend to care more about when people die uh in final destination despite the fact that there's way more of it you know what i mean yeah you want to talk about some death yeah let's talk about some death so the first death in this is a fucking banger because mm-hmm. we get to meet evan the lotto the guy who won two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the lottery which is like if i want like i, I don't know how i would feel about winning that because like that's a lot of money don't get me wrong that's you a lot lose of money it. okay First of all, it's stipend out to you is the thing. Or you, do, or you just get a or you can get a lump sum that's like a certain percentage. Yeah, and then there's a huge there's a lot of taxes on it on that money too. So yeah. um, you can't exactly go crazy with your lottery money. Right. Like if I win the lotto, but I only like, but I only win like two hundred fifty thousand. I'm like, well, I mean, like I can't be upset about this. I just won like probably about a hundred thousand dollars after taxes. Right. But like. It couldn't have been the Mega Millions? Right. Well, I mean, the thing is, is, like, so he comes in to his apartment with, like, an iMac, which is, like, um, these days an iMac is, what, like, maybe two to $3,000? Um, I don't know what it was back in, like, 2003 or whatever. Is that really how much iMacs cost? I think so. They're, I mean, my my MacBook was, like, $1,000-ish. Uh, iMac is, uh... It looks like I, I'm on. I'm on. I'm just on Amazon. I can get a. I can get an Apple iMac uh, for like eight hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. Is that like a brand new? Eight a, a, a gig memory, uh, one terabyte hard drive, core i five core. Interesting. Um, maybe I just remember spending a lot of money on. So I yeah, cause we have an iMac here in my house. Um, it's not mine though. I did not pay for it. Um, and I. Remember, like, when I was getting my MacBook fixed a couple years ago, I remember looking at the prices, and I remember them being considerably more. But you know what? Uh, in this economy, who knows? In yeah. this economy? Um, anyway. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, he's, um, also, it's like, okay, so you w- want to win a bunch of money. You're like, oh, I'm going to buy a really nice desktop computer. I mean... You would, but, like, this guy? Actually, I wouldn't. I have a very nice desktop computer right now. I'd buy, like, a new graphics card for it, but then, like, toss it in there, but, like, that's about it. Right, yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, but this guy does not seem like, oh, I need an iMac. 
Okay, okay, I have, like, IMAX are not exactly a status symbol because they're just in your house and nobody sees them. Yeah, no but he did- also buys a cool gold watch and a shitty ring that's not 100%. It's one of those rings that's, like, 80% of a ring. That, like, oh, my God, it's, well, it's got a U on it, right? It's a it's U like a, ring. Yeah. It's, it's a septum piercing ring, basically. <laughs> yeah, um, it looks, I mean, by, it's okay, so Okay, by the gaudy. way, a si- side effect... Every time I heard the word septum piercing up until I actually saw what it was, I thought it was something to do with the butthole. I mean, there's septums all around your body, baby. Damn. Like, a septum is just like, um, it's just like a description of like a passageway. Damn. So, um, That's I deep. mean, it has to, I'm, it's not deep, it's just <laughs> medically accurate. <laughs> Sounds deep as fuck. Um, you know what? I will take that. I will, I will let you, uh, um, compliment how deep my, um, vague medical knowledge is. He knows his shit, folks. Uh, does he? I think, I, I know, I know, like, I know approximate things. Like, you I'm have like an approximate, you, you're like that, that Adventure Time line, you have an approximate knowledge of many things. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, because, uh... Yeah, I just, um, it's like, I think I read Basically, an article like you, about you, this you, once. You have, you have the, uh, you have, like, the knowledge database of a fan fiction writer who, like, knows very minuscule details, like, who knows very specific and minuscule details about some weird things because of, like, corner cases in fan fiction. Yeah. Um. Listen, hey, all that Mac Dennis shipping had to learn you something. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> I can cut. I can cut that if you want. I no, feel bad I'm just for teasing you about it all the time. I'm just thinking about the only published fan fiction I have for "It's Always Sunny" is a serial killer AU, and it's. I didn't have to do research for that. That's just stuff I already know. Uh, that's just information that's already in like my brain meat, you know. I mean, uh, that's just who you are as a that's person. That's who though. I am at my very core. I like peaked as a human after I wrote that, so it's kind of just all downhill from there, you know. Sounds about right. Hmm. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, let's, so Evan, uh, gets, like, this, it's a super long walk to get to his death, because, like, he gets his hand stuck in a garbage disposal trying to get the, the ring. Which is the best, honestly. I mean, it's got a lot of false stops. Yeah, my favorite thing about this is that, like, uh, a, a refrigerator magnet falls into his open box of, uh, rice with the Chinese food, which, like, I think I also saw a metal handle on that thing, like, the Chinese food boxes have. Yeah. And, like, so that was completely unnecessary. He was just dumb enough of a fuck to put the Chinese food box with the metal handle into the microwave. Well, it's necessary insofar as, uh, the, the magnets originally spell hey E on it. Yeah, but then um, they spell I. And then it spells I, which is, like, I was, like, I, I saw that and I registered it and then I completely forgot about it until we're talking about it right now because he dies, um, spoiler alert, because he gets a fucking, um, uh, fire escape ladder, like, falls yeah. directly into his eye socket. And I was, like, hey, um, that's it. That's the thing. It was on Foreshadowing. And also, like, really subtle foreshadowing, which is kind of fun. Yep. Um, So I'm into it. I'm really into it. Um, So, uh, so... Do you want to, like, so, like, yeah, so he, uh, Magnet So he, he, he sticks that, so he starts a grease fire on his stovetop, he starts a fire in his microwave, but his big problem is that he just drops his fancy ring down the sink, and not that his apartment is starting to burn down, so, like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna shove my hand in this garbage disposal and not try and, like, deal with the fact that my microwave is exploding. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um... Yeah. So he gets, he gets his hand out, but like a, a garbage disposals are always a necessity when it comes to Rube Goldberg ass stuff because everyone has a latent fear of them turning on with their hand inside of it. Yeah. Oh, horrible! I hate garbage disposals so much. If I could Terrible. never, if I would, ne- could never run one again, even if, either by accident or on purpose, I would be happy. You know. Yeah. Um. Uh. So. So yeah, so then uh, yeah, he there's a fire in his apartment because of he started a grease fire when he was like cooking chicken nuggies. Um, yep, on a, in a pan. In a pan. Like, is your oven broken, dude? Um, uh, so he like gets out a fire extinguisher, which he had, which I was like, oh, that's foresight, um, because I don't have a fire extinguisher in my house, um, and 
but it doesn't work because he's really stupid and didn't pull the pin out on it, basically. Or yeah. I, th- I think it's just implied by the plot that it's just, like, really old and doesn't work anymore, but I think it's because he, like, forgot to fucking pull the pin out so it, like, would work sure. properly. Sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, so uh, he's like, all the windows, we see all the windows slam shut. Um, <laughs> like, and- death is death is not even, like, there's no, like, probable, there's no, like, probable cause for that outside of death just being a fucker. Yeah, well, I mean, they're all, like, open, and I guess the weight of the window could, like, close it or whatever, but just all at once, and it's awesome. Uh, and then he's like, oh, fuck, but then his, like, brain does a thing, and he's like, oh, I'll get this chair, and I'll throw it through this glass that's, like, made out of sugar. Um, because it's, sh- that's, a, that's a running motif, that's a recurring theme in this movie, that, like, windows are made out of shit. And also, well, we're really far into this podcast. I know, like, we had a 50, there's, like, a 15-minute break in our recording, but, like... We're 45 minutes into this, bitch. Yeah, we did a lot of rambling, so... Yeah. Um, let's pick up... Let, I guess we pick up the pace a little bit, but yeah. The candy windows, and he climbs out and goes down the fire escape, and he slips in a pile of spaghetti that he just threw out the window earlier. Yeah. Um, and then he falls, and then the fire escape ladder, like, drops, and it stops, like, a foot above his eye, and he's like, oh, thank God. He doesn't bother to, like, roll out of the way, because then it comes down and cr- crushes his face and kills him instantly. Yep. Um, and then, uh... There's a lot of plot in this movie that doesn't need to be there, is what yeah, I'm no. thinking. Um, so like, we find out that death is working in reverse, and that um, everyone who is in this, everyone who has survived the accident, also wound up surviving other things because of the fir- the events of the first movie. Like the cop is like, yeah, when I went to go clean up that dude who got cut in half by the by the piece of metal at the train tracks, my partner actually went to a crime scene and got shot to death, and that would have happened to me too. And then everyone's like, wait, I stopped from di- I was stopped from dying by one of the survivors of flight 180. That's weird. And then like, wait, so that means the death is double backwards in de- death and going backwards up the list. Which, I like, hate I hate the rules of this movie, of the, this franchise. Well, I, I love this franchise, but I hate the rules of it because I feel like every time they're like, "Oh, I narrowly evaded death," I'm, it's it feels like it's always framed as like, "Oh, you fucked up by narrowly avoiding death." But I'm like, some of these things just happen by chance. The, the thing is, like, a lot of the reasons they didn't die is because they just didn't die by chance, basically. Um, it's not like anyone actually. I, it's just. It's just so crazy and stupid, and it's like it's a lot. I mean, you you said this last movie was like, um, just like uh, death playing games, basically. I'm like, yeah. I buy that, but it's like then there's all these rules, and it's like, um, it's it's just like how can something be omniscient but also be cheated, you know? Um, and uh, it's just it's just crazy making. Obviously, it's crazy making. You're not supposed to think about it. Don't think about it. But I, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, don't That's think about problem. it. That's don't think about it. Yeah, it's a problem. So I'm thinking about it. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. So Claire Rivers is back in this. Um, Claire Rivers is back, a- and she she's in a, she's in asylum because everyone's like, oh, this girl is crazy. But I, she, I think she might have put herself in that. I think she might have admitted herself to like keep herself safe because it's a padded room. Um, Let's find out. Let's go to wikipedia.com and see if wikipedia.com has anything to say about it. Yeah, because I, I feel like that was the case. Because, like, cause like when um, when uh, uh, Kim... Okay, yeah, Claire is a voluntary patient. Okay. Yeah, so when... Which is probably why she was able to leave just by herself later. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, cause when Kim comes, uh, the doctor is like, oh, let's get all these, like, things off of you and stuff like that. Uh, way more than I think would be normal for visiting any sort of patient. And she's like, um, is she, am I, does she think I'm a, or is she a danger to me? Um, and, uh, the doctor's like, no, but she thinks, uh, you're a danger to her. So that's kind of the whole conceit of it. Um, and then. It was cool to see Claire back in this. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, yeah, I like Claire Rivers, and I like her in this movie, too. Um, and her padded room, her padded cell, quote-unquote. Um, it looks like something out of 12 fucking monkeys. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's so oh, sci-fi. It's so sci-fi for no reason. She has, like, a fucking Pepe Sylvia-esque, um, like, uh, connected dots, newspapers, clip- clippings, and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, if you're scared of death finding you, like, how would you have all these thumbtacks and shit? And not be, anyway, whatever. Um, uh, and then, um, so her and uh, Kim talk well. They, t- they discover that it's going backwards, whatever. And then she has, like, a fucking monitor in her cell. 
cell, her room. Um, it's, she's not in fucking prison. She has, she has a monitor in her room that, like, shows the hallway. And I'm like, okay, I get that you, like, put yourself in this situation. But they're not going to be that accommodating, you know? Also, there's no reason for something like that to be there. Also, like, it's just <sighs> crazy making, Sarah. Across the board, crazy It's making. a lot. Um, so, uh, we have a lot, we actually have a lot of characters in this movie, which we already talked about, but I'm just like, um, so, like, who dies next, I guess, is the, the question uh, that should be asking. After, after, the, oh, it's Tim next. Tim gets, ne- Tim is next. Tim is next. Because Kimberly has a vision of a flock of pigeons attacking her, and Tim goes to the dentist's office, and the dentist is like, uh, hold on, and just, like, leaves the gas flowing into his mouth. Oh my god, okay, so this one is horrifying, because I hate the dentist to begin with. So, yes, first of all, so the thing a- is, a bunch of pigeons are attacking his office, and, like, one of them hits the window, and just, like, leaves a giant crack in it. Uh, yeah, because, again, have to crack glass, and I'm like, hello, sh- I mean, I know this is a thing with just movies in general, that, like, glass is, like, way more fragile than it everyone- is in real life. Everything but- in everything in these games are made, every, or everything in these movies are made of Either meat or paper is like nothing has any substance to it, and everything is combustible. Everything yeah. explodes at the slightest provocation. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, so like, yeah, he's like getting like nitrous or whatever, um, and there's oxygen and that being put into him. But then the oxygen gets turned off, um, so he's just getting that, and he's like, Wah. and because um, a pigeon flew into the like crashed into the, the office and they're everyone's trying scrambling to pick it up but they just left this kid here which is good like no like no like you're a professional like this okay this doc this fucking dentist should get sued out of, out of his ass after this um because like way to put this like patient in danger like legitimate danger by just leaving him unattended you know well you have like drugs going into him like that's not legal even a little bit um uh, and then there's, uh, something from the, like, uh, the, he, the ceiling decoration, like a fish falls into his mouth and he starts choking yes. on that. Yeah, like, um, he starts choking on it, but the thing is to me that, like, it doesn't look like that thing's particularly obstructing his windpipe, it just kind of looks like it's sitting in his mouth, but, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Um, and, uh, is he, like, is he, like tied down because like he just like can't move well he's got uh, he's got sleeping gas going and pumping into his mouth so like that kind of makes sense that tracks yes I, I guess um but then like one of the nurses oh i just had a bad flashback to the time i got my wisdom teeth out oh yeah uh, yeah i oh I, I woke up for a lot of that oh yeah it sucks um <sighs> um i'm fine i'm good <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like one of the, the the nurses comes in, takes it out of his mouth, uh, and then he's like, they just send him on his way, and he's like walking out, um, and uh, they're like, hey, what's his Kim, mom's like? Kim and the Kim and the cop show up, and they're like, Tim, watch out, the pigeons, and Tim's like, hey, yeah, those are sure are some pigeons, and like goes and runs in, like mess, like gets into flavor, which bumps into a construction worker, which causes him to drop a giant pane of glass that they've just been like lifting outside into the uh, on top of him and crushing him in, <laughs> immediately yeah yeah um it's fun <laughs> um yeah no he it is great actually because like okay so glass is made of sugar but also doesn't shatter when it falls on a human and just kind of squishes them like they're made they're like they're a fucking marshmallow peep filled with blood you know like like <laughs> it's like it's it's like an force versus versus an immovable object but it's like it's an extremely stoppable force versus a completely movable object yeah uh like a, a, a object that has no substance to it um Jesus i mean what both of them are because people because humans are just meat there is no such thing as bone in this universe right there's hardly a thing as meat because like yeah he just like squelches yeah, he scrunches, like, immediately. Yeah, it's just flesh and blood, dude. Um, just flesh and blood, baby. Um, Jesus Christ. Okay, so who dies next? Um, uh, after that, I think it's Nora? the His mom? His mom. Um... Let's yeah, Nora, get, Nora gets decapitated by the elevators. Oh, that's right! Okay, so, like, yeah, so... Okay, so there we actually go a long stretch without any death. Yeah, there are so many survivors, and there is so much time without corpses in this movie. Yeah, um, 
yeah, so like um they're all of them are congregating into this like um like comp like uh apartment complex or something. They're in the basement of it, I think I don't know. Uh it doesn't really matter. There's just a bunch of them here just like trying to figure it out and people are like, Oh, I don't believe it. Oh, I believe it, whatever. Here's something shit, blah blah blah. Um and uh they're they uh one of the dudes, the one who was doing like a bump of coke on the fucking freeway, uh is is like oh like sees a vision of like a man with hooks um and they're like oh shit so and then they get into the elevator to like oh one of the dudes gets into the elevator to leave um and he's like oh there's a man with hooks here holy shit um like hands and hooks you know and yeah. like, a, like a bucket a basket and he's horny about her he's horny about nora and he sniffs her hair yeah um <laughs> and then as she's getting out of the elevator, I think her like head gets stuck, or she's going. I don't know. Her hair like, gets caught on the hook bag, and the elevator doors open and close immediately. Yeah. Well, there was there was there's a precedent for this because they talked about how like the bumpers on the. Elevator. Well, there was precedent. There was precedent for how the doors don't really reopen, and like it ate it almost ate uh, Rory's shoe. Right. But Rory is. Um, uh, like the doors at least like when it comes when it comes to Nora like the doors open she walks out and only gets like eighty percent of her body out and the doors immediately close because she's so afraid. Yeah, um, and then um, yeah, so then it's like a kind of a slow burn where she, her head's getting kind of getting crushed and she's being lifted off her feet by it. And then, yep, then her head pops clean off. Um, yep. Honestly, like, a little slower than I expected it to, and a l- way less gory than I expected uh-huh. it, but that's fine. Um, and then there's just a just a decapitated, decapitated head in the elevator. So, uh, yep. Um, and then we have uh, Isabella is uh, a pregnant woman who is in a jail cell. Um, I don't know if we talked about her before. It doesn't really matter. She's pregnant. She's pregnant and she's a survivor. So if she gives life is the thing. Yeah, um, if she gives, she gives cycle. life. Well, you know. Um, wig, whatever. Um, so if she, if she like gives birth and like creates life. So like, uh, we're actually really close to the end of the movie here because the, the first hour of this movie is like three deaths. Yeah. And then there's a huge traffic accident. There's a smaller traffic accident between, like, two cars. Uh, uh, the, the biker, Eugene. Eugene, the biker man, he mm-hmm. is injured and taken to the hospital. Um, uh, the, the lawyer lady, Cat uh, Jennings. Cat, yeah. Yeah, Cat is, um... Cat, like, gets a log across her legs and she can't really move. And then uh, someone tries to pull her out with the jaws of life, but the uh, the the force pro- the force propels an airbag to open, which propels her head backwards into a pipe that's sticking out of her seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Rory uh, is... Uh, an explosion happens with a news van, which sends some barbed wire and just, like, slices Rory in thrain. Yeah. Is that a word? I know slicing twain is a thing. No, but, but I, you know thrain? what? L- language is a human construct, so you and can just do whatever you want. I am human. I yeah. last I checked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can basically just do whatever you want. So have at it. But um, K- K- uh, Kim has a couple other visions and is like, "Oh shit, there's a doctor. Oh shit, someone drives into the ocean. Uh oh." And then they go to the hospital where Nora's having her baby, or not Nora. Um. What the fuck's her name? I don't remember. The, the pregnant lady Isabel. is having her... Isabel, thank you. Isabella is having her baby, and the, uh... uh and then everything that happens in the hospital, pretty much, because, uh... The... Eugene almost dies, and everyone looks like they're on the brink of death, and then the baby is born, and then they're like, wait a second... Isabella was never going to die in the crash. She pulls off to the side in the in the memory of the vision, and then there's like, oh, well, shit. How do we make new life? And then Kimberly's like, I know what I have to do, and she drives into the ocean and gets res- gets like resuscitated. But then uh, Clear opens Eugene's door and explodes herself and Eugene because of a gas leak. Mm-hmm. And then that's pretty much the end of the movie because uh, oh my Kimberly, God, the end though the actual end of the, the end movie is so, fucking so funny. good. <laughs> Um, because um, we meet Brian, who we met earlier. Brian is someone that Rory saved from getting run over by a news van, and uh, he was wearing a limp biscuit shirt at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, then someone mentions, like, "Yeah, Brian here got saved by uh, Rory before Rory tragically died." And like, "Oh wow, we didn't know that." And then they look at Brian, and the grill that Brian is grilling at explodes, and he 
just pops like a balloon. <laughs> like he just explodes. Yeah, like a human flesh balloon. Um, and uh, yeah, then his arm fell, falls, like charred arm falls in front of his mom who screams. And then cut to credits. It was the best. We watched it twice. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, um, dumb movie. Good, good dumb movie. Um, Great so, dumb movie. On a scale of zero to five, um, uh, blood-filled marshmallow peeps. What are you gonna give this one? On a scale of zero to five, blood-filled marshmallow peeps, I'm gonna give this one like a three point five. It's okay. definitely, it's definitely below the median for Final Destinations for me. Actually, no, mm-hmm. I think this one, I think this is the median because I think my ranking for Final Destinations is like it's five, three, two, one, four. I think four is the weakest. Yeah. Maybe four, one. I'm not entirely sure, but like this one's right in the middle for me, and I think a three point five is a good indicator of that because like Final Destination three is like a solid four for me. Yeah. And that's yeah, where I'm, five probably sits too. Yeah, I'm. Pr- I'm gonna give this one a three. I think just pretty average. An average yeah. movie. Um, I enjoyed it. The deaths are always fun. Actually, like the death, the 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 Rube Goldberginess of like the two first deaths are like awesome. Like they just like kind of knock it right out of the park, you know. So yeah. it starts strong and then it waffles for a while and then it ends really strong. The, so. the, the, like the ending, ending, like the hospital scene, I could really kind of go without. I feel like it was a little mon- monotonous, but mm-hmm. the actual ending makes up for a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to get into recommendations? We don't have any questions this week, so. Uh, sure, yeah. Um, you go first, because I can't remember anything I've ever enjoyed in my life. Um, my recommendation this week is, like, uh, you know that old Mew meme that's like, hmm, today I will, like, completely clueless, and like, hmm, today I will listen to X Band. Yeah. Um, that's how I was on Monday this week with churches, because, um, I listened to last week's episode of Wonderful, and Griffin McElroy was, McElroy was like, yeah, if you know a song by churches, it's probably The Mother We Share, and I'm like, I've heard The Mother We Share, I think, and then I was like, hmm, today I will listen to churches, and then my gay heart exploded, because I'd never listened to them before, despite the fact that every single person whose musical opinion I respect has been talking them up for the last three years, I literally skipped over them because I thought one of the dudes were the vocalist, and I was like, I don't want to hear... Po- electro pop with a dude vocalist. I, I have enough of that in my life. <laughs> yeah, but I, then I was I like, listen- oh, Lauren, May- Lauren Mayberry sounds like a little bit like a wayfish sprite, and she's got a beautiful voice. And wow, this is good music too. The sound is great. I love it. But um, I'm really gonna recommend. I love the it. I'm gonna recommend one song in particular, which is um, uh, out of my head, which is the collaboration they did with uh, Wednesday Campanella, a Japanese hip hop outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's their most recent single that came out on my birthday on August 3rd, um, mm-hmm. and it is absolutely fucking Slap City. Lauren Mayberry's got a great voice, and I be- one of my favorite things that ma- that friend of the show Matt pointed out is that if you pay close attention, you can hear Lauren Mayberry's accent skip, accent mm-hmm. slip, because in the chorus of The Mother We Share, I don't know if you know that song, Mm-mm. but um, there's a lyric, uh, The Mother We Share will never keep your proud head from falling, but mm-hmm. the way, like, her accent really seeps in, because it, what she says is, the mother we share will never keep your prey at heart from falling. Mm. <laughs> or prey at head. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Where's she from? Uh, I, uh, somewhere in Europe. I'm going to double check. Uh, Lauren Mayberry. She is from Scotland. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, cool, yeah. Um, my recommendation this week is a controversial one. Um, everyone needs to give a dedicated try to LaCroix and stop talking shit about LaCroix. Um, I like LaCroix. Yeah. Like, okay, people are oh like... Oh my god, um, there's, um, my, my uh, local grocery, uh, Wegmans has a, uh, uh, their own brand of, like, flavored soda, flavored soda water, and mm-hmm. one of theirs is Blackberry Tangerine, and it's... Mm, yeah. I mean, it's just magnifique. Like, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. People are like, ooh, it's gross. It's not soda. It's sparkling goddamn water that has, like, flavoring in it. Like, it's just water. So stop stop expecting it to be soda and then it's like, ooh, this soda has no taste. It's not soda. It's water. And just enjoy the subtleties of it. Stop being mean to LaCroix. It doesn't taste like the distant memory of it. The, the flavor there is actually pretty prominent. Um, and I just... It's so good, and it's good for you, and it's just water. It's, drink more water. Drink more water. And this is a good reason to drink more water. I love LaCroix so much. I love LaCroix. So my favorite flavor is the um, 
raz cranberry or whatever um but lime is really good too and i had a cherry lime recently that was really tasty please i love please give Lacroix another chance she's just trying her hardest out there and i love her so much thank you <laughs> Uh, if you want to support the show, check us out on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Fearbeating supports both this and our sister podcast, The Wonder Yerks, where me and Blair, plus friend of the show and frequent guest, Seda, talk about Animorphs. Um, there's a fuck... This book. This week's book is going to be fucked up, and I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're recording in a couple of days, so mm-hmm. get your questions in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me think. Next week is going to be a very special episode because my girlfriend from Vancouver, Sophie, patron of the show Sophie, is going to be out here and we're going to be doing Evil Dead 2 with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm on the screen because I'm so gay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Patri- Henry Kissinger is Pokemon Going to Die? Yeah, that's my other podcast, uh, Leftism. It's very fun. Uh, then, uh, the bit, the, um, thank you very much to all of our patrons. Obviously, if you donate the $1 a month level, you get to vote in a poll, which are, we do have a poll up now, fucking finally, because I know we've been promising this on and off, and we sometimes do, but it's been a few fucking months. Yeah. Um, but our poll right now is for what would we watch after we do Evil Dead next week? Um, mm-hmm. I believe our options are The Conjuring, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, uh, Screen 2, and Cube 2. Hypercube. Yeah. So... Um, uh, yeah, and uh, thank you. And if you read five dollars a month, you get a uh, uh, message right on the show. And ten dollars a month, you get uh, uh, you get uh, to demand us that we watch a movie of your choosing, and it must be scarier than Donnie Darko. Yep. Actually, no, we changed it. Now, now it has to be scarier than The Covenant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thank you. And, and at the five and ten dollar a month levels, we read your name and say thank you. So thank you very much to Paul Bechtel, Sophie, the cooler Sophie, Kit, and Michael K. We love you so much. We love you dearly. If you want to find me, I already mentioned my other stuff. Uh, Twitter uh, and Twitch is at SunHatZenya. I'm going to be doing some streams this week before Sophie gets here of some Mega Man. It's going to be a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. Stream for that. And uh, Tumblr is Chiesatsnakas, and that's my shit. Blair? Oh, sorry. I have my audio cut out for a second. No um, problem. If- if you want to find me online, you can do so at Blair Kitch on Twitter or BlairKitch.tumblr.com. Um, yeah, watch me be a moron for your amusement. For free! For uh, free! <laughs> yeah, so uh, thank you all so much for listening this week. We will see you next week. Yep. Um, uh, but until then, I have been Blair. I remain Sarah. Um, and remember... You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Peace out! Bye!